Thank you for listening to this Podcast One Sportsnet production. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. If you purchase supplies for a business, you know it's nearly impossible to find everything you need in one place. And that's why there's Zorro.com, where the number one goal is to make your life easier. Zorro.com, that's Z-O-R-O.com, is where you'll find everything you need for your businesses of any size and almost any industry. Zorro.com has tools and equipment, safety and office supplies, cleaning supplies, and more. Zorro has tons of stuff for industries like electrical, plumbing, contracting, manufacturing, and more. You'll find brands you know and trust like Stanley, 3M, Milwaukee, Schneider, and Rubbermaid, just to name a few. Zorro.com offers amazing customer service from real people based in the United States. You'll also enjoy fast, free shipping of orders of $50 or more. Even if you don't have a business to shop for, you can still find lots of great items at Zorro.com. Visit Zorro.com slash Dan to sign up for a Z-mail and get 15% off your first order. That's Zorro.com slash Dan. Sign up for the Z-mail and get 15% off your first order. Five-hour energy helps you get through your crazy on-the-go life. And now it comes in two great tropical flavors, strawberry banana and tropical burst. They're delicious and can transport you to a tropical paradise. Try them both, then vote for your favorite at 5hewin.com. You could be on the go to someplace you actually want to go. Offer ends 73120. Terms apply. See www.5hewin.com for details. Welcome to the Dan Patrick Show. One of the biggest actors of our generation. Presently en route to Miami. I got a little pat down the other day, and I got a double uh, groin tap. It was it was considerable. Tap, not the groin. For a film shoot for their upcoming Super Bowl. Broadcasting from the Mercedes Studios in Los Angeles, here's Jason Smith and Will Blackman. Welcome inside final hour of the Dan Patrick Show. Jason Smith, Will Blackman, wow, and more Dan energy. Danettes here on Fox Sports Radio. And uh, this is a this is a morning apparently where Will, you have fans all across the country who want to give you a job in the NFL. I got fans here in my timeline saying Seahawks, we need a return man. What's wrong? And they want you. Like it. I I don't know. They, I don't know. He's got to catch passes. I'm not going down the Seattle route again. John Snyder fried me three times already. Not going there. I'm, right, I'm not. I'm not. Off. I'm not the the psycho ex girlfriend who keeps going back. That's, <laughs> that's not. That's not me. I'm. I learned my lesson. I'm okay. done. All right. Very good. All right. That's you know. Hey, it's always a, a, a good thing when someone learns. All right. I, I can't keep going back. But right, he's so, so funny. But, <laughs> but you know, you don't know what he says to me <laughs> when when it's just us around. You don't know what he says. I mean, we just had a great weekend. No, I love John. 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 John knows it's, it's just business, not personal. Um, you just yeah, yeah. So that's a no. Then that's that's a no. That's not happening. Um, you know, we just heard Brian Finley's update and uh, possibility that Le'Veon Bell not, might not play for the Jets this week. And you looked at me and you said, "Oh, Jason, no, oh, oh." And I turned and I said. We don't use him anyway. What does it matter if he plays? They just ignore him all. It doesn't matter. We paid all this money for him. Adam Gase doesn't like him, so we're not going to use him anyway. What does it matter if he plays or not? We don't give him the football, so it's really we just got a guy we're giving money to that we're not using. It's like having a really nice car and never driving it. Why? Well, I, I, I don't know. I'm just not going to drive it. I don't like the clutch. I, I don't like the color. I don't like this. I'm just not going to use it. Okay. <laughs> You know, because the thing is, this is your team. I'm letting you no, know your thing. No, but, I'm not going to chime in. It's not just about my team. This this is about 
Look, we talked about the the trend the past few years to have the great offensive coordinators. Actually, you know, here's the, uh, the problem. Here's the problem with the I thought you were going to let me do my no, thing. I can't, no, no, I can't. I can't. Because I had something I thought. This is, what, this is oh, the problem. Okay. Right. Usually, you know, before the kickoff, the, you know, the fireman who does a J. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fireman Ed, sure. Fireman Ed. So here's what happened. They actually had two guys doing that at, at the same time. Fireman had his thing, and they showed another fan doing the same thing. J-A-G-S. And I'm like, that. see, that's the problem right there. You can't have two guys. One guy does it. Well, that's 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 the that's the part of democracy in America. You know, you have one guy doing it for so long. Maybe they don't like the way he does it anymore. They didn't like that he left no, the team and great. came back. So now you have somebody else wants to challenge him for being able to do the. Judgment. I can't imagine somebody else just collecting license plates like Joe Rubach, license plates Joe. Like no, that's not the. It won't work. <laughs> it's not the same. No, but, it, but it's not just about my. You know, not just about the Jets, but like you look. We talked about the the trend the past couple of years. Let's find the next great young offensive coordinator, and everybody tried to do that. And and it's a mixed bag because not everybody was a, quote, Sean McVay. You look at the guys that are hired in that vein. It's been Kyle Shanahan, Sean McVay, Matt Nagy, Matt LaFleur, and Adam Gase. And everybody has had kind of a mixed bag. Who have been the most successful? But look who's been right. with them, though. Go ahead. Right. Kyle Shanahan's been the most successful. Why? Because, look, for my money, he's the best coach in the NFL not named Belichick. That's his tree. Those are his coaches. That they're right. And, and this is this is him deciding, even though he comes from the offensive background, that, look, running the football is not something we do all the time. I want to throw the ball. He is going along with his personnel. And the personnel is we play great defense. We have three good running backs that we can mix in and out. And Jimmy Garoppolo is a guy that we throw the football and we have to. Yeah, we have running so, backs that get the system and quarterback that won't make many mistakes. All right, so that's worked out. Now look at Sean McVay, who has decided for whatever reason to not run Todd Gurley. Now finally, they're running him the past couple of weeks, and now the Rams are winning again. And you have Adam Gase, who is so stubborn, I'm not even going to give the ball to our best player. I just want to throw it because that doesn't reflect well on me as a coach. Why am I here if we're not throwing the football down the field? Running the football well doesn't help my reputation and my image. So you need to be able to, to maybe go trying to get Sam, Maybe trying to get Sam down or the reps. Yeah, but, but you got to have reps. you got to try to win football games, too. Oh, he's trying to get him reps, you know. Right, but, but it's Le'Veon Bell. You're paying him a lot of money to, to run the football. You're paying him money Bell. because next year when Sam Donald gets all his reps and he's in his second year in the offense and Le'Veon Bell is healthy, we're all good. So this is a load management year for yes. Le'Veon Bell. For the offense, yes. Okay, load management year. Yep. All right. Well, every year for the Jets really is load management. We get ready for a future that's never coming. It's it's going to be here. No, 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 not going to be. Don't be here. so East Coast right now. We're in we're in L.A. Be positive, oh, man. I, I, hey, hey, I'm, but, but, my God, wow, it's, I'm trying to get you. I, I almost got you back in the NFL with the Seahawks. That is impossible. I, we almost got you back in with the Packers. If you did that, then you can get the three percent agent fee if you did that. So oh, oh it's three percent. Is that what it is? Yeah. Oh, okay, very good. All right, I write that down. Three percent. All right, very good. Um, so. As we have a big weekend in, in the NFL, uh, let's look back last night at the Cowboys' loss Why? to the Chicago Bears. Wow. What, did you have coffee? Did you have a lot of sugar in the past few I minutes? actually had a uh, C4 energy drink. Can I say that? Is that all right? Yeah, of course right. you can. C4 is a... It's not a sponsor, but I'm sure. Yeah, you can. You can see. Yeah, I want you to say what you're drinking. I want you to... Yeah, that's what I did. You yeah, had a Chardonnay or anything this morning. No, I had... It did look like a, a, bev- a brew, so it looked like I was, you know... Breaking law, but I wasn't. It was an energy drink, not yeah. alcohol. Like you were LeBron on the sideline of a game drinking some wine. Dude, I, I, I love that. I think that was awesome. Yeah. I still want to know what he had in that glass. I think it was Petrus. <laughs> 1986, Petrus. LeBron, if you're listening, let me know what you had in that glass. So, yeah, you know, you gave me your business card, and it says the wine guy on No, it. read it again. 
It says Wine Guy. Read it again. Will Blackman at NFL Wine Guy. Backside. The NFL Wine Guy. Thank you. Okay, what what did I say that was wrong? Wine Guy. What? The NFL oh, Wine oh, Guy. Oh, sorry, the NFL Wine Guy. Sorry, right? Yes. Like the Ohio State University. No, just the NFL Wine Guy. All right. I, I didn't think I said anything that was that wrong. At, right. at there, NFL Wine Guy. Are there other people who are named just Wine Guy and you're having a feud with them? Yeah, there, there, <laughs> there is uh there is a Will the Wine Guy. Uh, there is oh, okay. the California Wine Guy. There is... There's a Catalina wine mixer. Speaking of Catalina wine mixer, when I was in London, I went to a Fulham soccer game, and Will Farrell was there, and we got a nice picture together. I had wine, but he had a beer, so it wasn't as – and when I posted the picture, everybody was like, oh, California wine mixer, ha-ha. I was like, yeah, but he's drinking beer, so. Yeah, I love I love the jet setting you're able to do, man. That is awesome. That was your trip to London? Yes. Nice. All right, let's get to the Cowboys here for a second. As they lose last night, and now speculation is around Jason Garrett, his job, what Jerry Jones going to do. Here's Jerry Jones following the game last night. You can listen to him for about a minute or so. And this is not Jerry Jones holding Jason Garrett's job over his head like he's done the past couple of weeks. This is now full upset. I really don't want to talk anymore, Jerry Jones. This is going to be the shortest marathon y'all have ever heard. Uh, Chicago took it to us. Uh, we won't be going anywhere until we win a football game. Uh, they played us well enough tonight to deserve to win the football game. We did all of the things that you can do that cause you to lose football games in the game. Uh, so uh, that's where it is. Uh, until we can get over here and we'll line up against the Rams, until we can win a football game, I don't care what kind of contention we're in. We've got to start playing and winning a football game uh, so that we can uh, be able to play better than we play tonight. We thought we would be able to uh, uh, basically uh, play better defense uh, uh, against what they were doing. To their credit, uh, they really uh, were very effective against our defense office. And I'm not telling anything anybody didn't know. So uh, that's the way we look at it. We'll line them up here next week. We're going to go practice. And we're going to try to win a football game. And everybody that's in here that's healthy, and everybody that's healthy that's coaching will be coaching. And everybody that's in here that will be playing. And we just got to play better. Jerry, does it feel like that's this is it. going backwards at all? Well, it's not. It's leveled out here. It's losing, losing, losing. So I'm not trying to be funny here, but uh, the point is that we've got to win a football game. I don't care what the standings are, what the numbers are. We had thought that we could come up here and play a really fine football game team, I mean, a, a good team, play a fine football game, and get our act where we're starting to look like a team that uh, could, if we buy a slim chance, get in the playoffs where we could win. We can't do that until we play and start winning the football games. And we've got All right, I, I, I like the fact that, that Jerry Jones here is, is harping on the fact that they need to win a football game. As listen, if he's got to remind everybody. So listen, listen. So uh, basically uh, played a drinking game last night called Anytime You Heard Football Game Drink. I'm hungover. <laughs> <laughs> at, at the one guy, at the one guy, hung over after that. I mean, I mean, I, maybe he wanted to make sure the team knew that the aim is not to lose football games, right. but to win football games. Right. We have to win a football game. I mean, it was, but that was about as angry as you normally see Jerry Jones, even in times of 
when you can tell he's angry, he still backs up and says, well, I, we'll figure things out at the end of the year. Yeah, you know, and, he said, was, and he uh, said whatever coach is, is healthy, meaning like, someone going to get whacked. We'll just throw it off here. <laughs> like, is, 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 uh, is Sonny going to close the door and, and lock it and say, no, you just can't leave? <laughs> Uh, we're going to have somebody visit Jason Garrett in his uh, house and uh, to see how healthy he is coming out of it. I mean, I, I, I don't I don't get the whole healthy coach thing. I mean, I, I don't I don't understand. It was I don't know. Maybe your coach had the flu or something. He said, coaches that are healthy. Yeah. Yeah. Look, is there going to be a new report, uh, work report for uh, uh, the health of coaches for Sunday? He's questionable. He's got the flu. Don't drink the juice on the plane on the way home. Jason Smith, questionable for the show today with his voice. Questionable, highly questionable. No way. For this, a this, show voice, this voice gives you character. It, it gives you. It's like a. It's like a stressed vine in the vineyard that produces the best Cabernet. I see. I, 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 oh I'll wow! Tell you what, I like you, that. I tell you what. Man, I'm just I, thinking. It sounds like I've been having a lot of whiskey before the show. Uh, I'll tell you what. Whiskey will actually clear that up. But yeah. yeah. All right, well, maybe. <laughs> all right, we'll we'll have to revisit drinking during the show. We'll have to revisit that to see if that works. Wow. Yeah, wow. Okay. I, apparently, that's what Will wants to do. Uh, hey, don't forget. Crickets. Hit Will up on Twitter at the wine guy. Uh, at NFL wine guy. I want to make sure I get it right. At, at, Please at get NFL it right. Don't guy. mess it up. It's right. You, all you got to do is read it. Just like everything else. Just read it. All right. Don't mess with me right now. All right. So for the Cowboys, can't they fix these issues? I mean, they, they've been, they were listless last night. And that was the big issue for me watching was that, look, their body language was bad. They're three and outs. They didn't look like they had any energy. They looked like for a long time they were just kind of just showing up and, and, and putting in the time and leaving. It was a lot like last Thursday against the Bills. They had a great first drive, and you thought, okay, things are going to change. And then the rest of the game was just, boy, we're, we're not even competitive in this one. Oh, you know what? How can they fix this? This is not – once again, it's a culture problem. It's not talent. Talent's not the issue. Uh, it's culture. You got to find guys who who get it, who've seen what it looks like, who understands uh, what it takes away. But you also need a person who is leader of men. And and every time uh, Jerry has made a hire that has been successful, he went into college, right? You know, mm-hmm. he went and got Jimmy from from Miami, Barry Switzer, from, you know, Oklahoma. And the only person I could think of out there who fits that kind of, you know, style and bravado is, you know, is Urban. Well, we had James Slater. James Slater from NFL Network put out a tweet last night saying that Stephen Jones actually has talked with Urban Meyer. And Urban Meyer and Lincoln Riley are at the top of that list. I'm sure he has. I mean, you would have to, though. You would have to cross off, you know, everything and check all the boxes. You you have to talk to everybody. And I, I think that's a very appealing and a person that especially when you're going with a younger team um, that people will respect well because the thing is about urban meyer is that that would make sense why usc stayed with clay helton because they they didn't have any time to go and interview anybody it was a few days after the regular season and okay we're staying with clay helton i would i would bet for sure they back-channeled their way to Urban Meyer and said, hey, are you interested? And he either said, not now or no. And it would be shocking because, like, boy, the guy went and he won a national title at Florida, Ohio State. Every week he's on Fox sitting between Matt Leiter and Reggie Bush. It's like an infomercial for USC. Yep. And, it, boy, you know, why isn't Urban Meyer? You know, fans at games are chanting Urban Meyer's name. Now you see Urban Meyer's name come up with the Dallas Cowboys. You go, oh, okay, that, that makes sense a little yep. bit. Here's a light bulb moment for you. Championship Saturday in college football on the way. We'll break it all down. Will Blackman, Jason Smith in for Dan and the Danettes here on Fox Sports Radio.
Everybody's got a to-do list. I get one from my wife, drop off the dry cleaning, pick up some milk, figure out something to get out of the house so I can relax. Here's an idea. Let's add save hundreds of dollars on car insurance. The good thing, you don't have to drop off or pick up anything. All you have to do is go to geico.com and in 15 minutes, you could be saving 15% or more on car insurance. Do you like extra money in your pocket? Do you like not having to drive somewhere to pick something up? This is the way to do it. It just may be the most rewarding thing on your to-do list today. That's geico.com. Five-hour energy helps you get through your crazy on-the-go life. And now it comes in two great tropical flavors, strawberry banana and tropical burst. They're delicious and can transport you to a tropical paradise. Try them both, then vote for your favorite at 5hewin.com. You could be on the go to someplace you actually want to go. Offer ends 73120. Terms apply. See www.5hewin.com for details. Welcome to Fox Sports Radio. Jason Smith, Will Blackman in for Dan and the Danettes today. The quality of Dollar Shave Club products is second to none. See for yourself at just five bucks. Their ultimate shave starter set has basically everything you need for an amazing shave. After that, the restock box ships regular sized products at regular prices. Get yours at dollarshaveclub.com slash Patrick. That's dollarshaveclub.com. Slash Patrick. Time to take a look at Championship Saturday and well, Championship Friday night. Don't want to forget about the Pac-12. Joining us but now, you have uh, no, we all come on. We always the Pac-12 is fun. The Pac-12 is like your crazy uncle that comes to live with you because he's fallen on hard times, and so like he lives with you and you, you that memory of having a kid going. Yeah, when my uncle came to visit, things were crazy. You know, he, he lived up in the attic for like you know six months. It was nuts. I mean, that's what the Pac-12 is. Our guest is ready. <laughs> Pete Futek, your one-stop shopping for college football, college football insider, collegefootballnews.com is the website. Pete, what's happening, my friend? Your family is weird. Oh, come on. You never had the, the crazy relative come and stay with you and, and, and cause controversy in your house for, like, a period of a few I months? I always do. My uncle my uncle comes in from New York and always he, – he probably tries to get into a fight in street basketball all the time, so it's – I have people who just live here who just won't leave, but that's not, but they have to. So I can't get rid of them. But I, I have not experienced the other side of that, no. Well, look, we got Utah-Oregon tonight in the Pac-12 championship game. And look, the Pac-12 is that kind of conference this year. It's unpredictable. It's crazy. It's insane. They're a bunch of lunatics. Don't lose to Auburn. That, that seems to be the, the theme of this thing is that, to your point of the crazy uncle, if Oregon had just been able to beat Auburn in the opener, all of a sudden the entire narrative of the Pac-12 changes. And it's seen as a different conference. This is a bigger game. That's a bigger team. And just everything flips. But because Bo Nix had two good throws, all of a sudden you're right. We got the crazy uncle conference here. Uh, But, okay, let's see what happens tonight. It's going to be weird because they get to play first. It kind of stinks that they have all these games on Saturday and this one outlier on Friday. So you have Utah's going to get to show what they can do, and then the Big 12's going to know what they have to do. And let's see how this goes from there. The other thing that stinks is the beauty contest aspect of this. If you're Utah, you got to have to win by you know 115 because you got you got to keep your foot on the gas here because you can't be so sure that uh, Oklahoma or Baylor isn't going to come out and just blow the doors off the other. And then it all might be moved anyway if Georgia ends up beating LSU. 
See, uh, that's the thing, Pete, is that I don't know that even if Utah does win, that they can get that spot ahead of the winner of Oklahoma or Baylor. Because look, there's there's the, the Pac-12 is better than the than the Pac the, the Big Twelve is better than the Pac-12, and you have the sexy angle of Jalen Hurts. I, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it kind of, you think that, but where's your third team? I, I get. I mean, where's the like? Is te- you know, is Texas better than say? Oh, I don't know. USC? No. You know, is would you take Washington or Kansas State? I mean, I, I kind of think that the Pac-12 is better. But to your point, the problem's going to be, and this is why this system is just so brutally cruel. The the committees basically said, okay, Utah. You haven't beaten a, a good team so far this year, but we don't really care. We're going to put you ahead of these other Big 12 teams who, okay, we already have baked into this cake that these other Big 12 teams have beaten a college football playoff-ranked team because we, for some reason, love Oklahoma State. And we're just – you want to talk about your crazy uncle? That's the crazy uncle team <laughs> in the ranking because Oklahoma State, for some reason, has been there from the start, and the committee loves them, and no one knows why. But, okay, that's a college football-ranked team, but that matters because, to your point, Oklahoma State is now that that third team that's ranked there that Oklahoma and Baylor have a win over, and Utah doesn't have one of those. So it's going to have – if it wins tonight, that's its first win over a team ranked in the college football playoff top 25. So the committee then can say, let's say Utah wins by 14 and let's say Oklahoma wins by 14. They can just go, well – at the end of the day, the Big 12 championship win is technically better than the Pac-12 championship win because the winner of the Big 12 championship is going to beat a higher-ranked team, and they have a win over Oklahoma State. Utah doesn't. So Utah, while you've been ahead of these other teams throughout this whole process, yoink, we're just going to pull that football away, and all you know, Charlie Brown's going to go flying here. Yeah, how's it going? Uh, Will Blackman, how's it going, Pete? How's it going? I'm all right. No, see, the thing with Utah, I just look as like just in terms of them just hanging up a gang of points, you know, just the exciting part for them. Um, that's that's the only thing I can see in terms of them loving Utah. And obviously, you know, everyone uh, is, you know, I guess hyping Tyler Hunter as being a top candidate as a quarterback. So, I mean, they're, they're doing what they can. For me, it doesn't make sense. I try to, I try to understand college football, and it just yeah. there's just so much going on that – I kind of it's it's hard in my position being an analyst and then having to watch. Well, it, so let, let me just, let me argue let me argue the flip side of this for you. The playoff bound Dallas Cowboys. Okay, <laughs> so let's let, let's 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 talk about crazy playoff systems. Anyway, uh, I'd actually kind of flip that to you on Utah only because I think the committee wants to see that defense be that defense because on the eye test, Utah's offense is really good. They didn't have Tyler Huntley or Zach Moss in last year's Pac-12 right. championship game, so they got the two stars back there. But I think they want to see that defense hold this Oregon team to, let's say, 17 or fewer, because that's really been the calling card. It's the one aspect that I, I we haven't. I don't think Baylor has any prayer of doing anything against an Ohio State or an LSU if one of those teams is the number one seed. In Oklahoma, we kind of know what this program is going to do. Uh, the offense of Jalen Hurts is kind of sexy and fun, but uh, I, they're not going to beat Ohio State. They're not going to beat LSU. The one thing that I think might be the kind of antidote to these superstar teams with all the five-star talent might be that sort of Wisconsin-like power game, and Utah can do that on both sides of the ball. That It's kind of a, a tough, hard-nosed old 
they could just hammer you on both lines, and that defensive line's the truth. So if the D line shows up and that D plays well, that might be what the college football playoff committee kind of likes. Pete, are we really just looking at two spots potentially available if Clemson loses, if Georgia loses? Because I can't see there being a scenario in which LSU loses or Ohio State loses and they drop out of the top four. Not a chance, yeah. No way. Ohio State and LSU could lose by 30 and they're in because their, their respective bodies of work are just too strong. Now let me throw the weirdest scenario to you that could actually happen here. If you're Ohio State, and I, as I rail against the system here and why it kind of stinks, if you're Ohio State, you go out there and you beat up uh, Wisconsin by 40 points. You're great. You have the number one seed. And, oh, by the way, Georgia beats LSU in the SEC championship, which could actually happen. And if you're Ohio State with the number one seed, you are rewarded with LSU. Congratulations. Uh, to your thing, I think Clemson's in unless something crazy happens. Even though they're a 28-point favorite, if they lose, it would be kind of bad. I don't know if an Oklahoma or uh, UConn necessarily gets in ahead of Clemson, who's just playing lights out over the second half of the season. Uh, but this would get weird if Oklahoma is amazing. Or Baylor. We're, you know, Baylor could be great, too. We're kind of blowing them off. They could be right in this poor thing. Uh, if the Big 12 champion wins in a blowout and if Utah looks amazing and if a 28-point Clemson loses, all right, this gets funky. You know, that's the thing, though. That would ruin Dabo Sweeney's philosophy of they want us out. No one wants us in. We haven't played anybody. They want us out. Oh, we could lose and still stay in. Okay, well, that, that, it's, that, my, that it's, my, it. it's my running gag I've been using all week with him. And he, he, does, he did this last year, if you remember. He's got the, oh, well, we're a little old Clemson. You know, hopefully just someone pays attention to us. God willing, we'll be in this thing. You know the whole Billy Eilish Van Halen thing this week? I keep saying, ask 100 people if they know where Clemson is. What state is Clemson? And to Dabo's point, I guarantee you that you maybe have five people that will get that right. <laughs> All right, so if you're seeing any potential upsets of the top four teams, what's the most likely one where we could see one of the, one, one of these teams losing? Yeah, Georgia, definitely, because they've got the lines. They've got the talent. They're just not a sexy team. They don't wing it all over the yard. Uh, they don't have an offense. But that defense hasn't given up more than 20 points to anybody. I think it's actually 21, maybe. But they have, they have not given up a ton of points. They don't get their doors blown off. So Georgia's good. I mean, if you want to talk to where are the programs out there with the five-star talent, with the guys who are going to be in the NFL, it, it, Georgia belongs in that bucket. Uh, Utah doesn't. Oklahoma kind of does, but not really. And Baylor definitely doesn't. So they could beat LSU. And then, that you know, it's not too crazy in this whole thing. So, uh, that's an upset. Oregon could absolutely upset Utah. Uh, I don't think Wisconsin's going to have it against Ohio State. I think Ohio State flexes a little muscle. And as much as I like this Virginia team, nah, they're not beating Clemson. You can follow him on Twitter at Pete Futek. That is at Pete Futek. His website, collegefootballnews.com. No better time of year to check it out. No better time than today. All the fearless previews you want. You want the Mountain West Championship preview. He's got yeah, it. Conference do. USA. He's got it. ACC. He's got it. He's got everything. Collegefootballnews.com. Pete, as always, buddy, appreciate it, man. We'll talk to you soon. Later, guys. Have a great one. Thank you. All right. There goes Pete Futek. You know, the funny thing, Will, you, know, you talk about, you know, following in college football, the NFL, and, and how difficult it can be. You know, I feel like the college football season really doesn't start until we get that. Well, <laughs> no, until we get that first playoff poll. 
You right, because so? that's okay. what, because it's like you know. Until then, it's a lot of speculation, and we can tell who the best teams are. Right, we see what you know what, what very NBA like. Yeah, but then we get the playoff pool. It's like okay, now we see where everybody's. We see the top four teams. We see where they're valuing teams like Oklahoma or Baylor. But every and game still, get, but every game still matters to, for that playoff situation to happen. Well, and that's the that's the difference between college football and other sports because college football, I've always felt has had the best regular season of any sport because the pressure to win every week is so right. immense. And, and how you win. Yes, right. and it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's so immense. But then the postseason for the longest time was terrible because it was, well, we have teams going to different bowls and then we vote and it was really bad. And so, you know, now that they fixed that to a, to an extent now with the playoff, it's become this, hey, here's a here's a season in which we just, you know, we just build towards the climax which comes the first week of January and, you know, we've kind of figured that out a little bit, but really the college football season when it starts is great, but it, you know, gets lost with the NFL because, you know, they get that one week before the NFL starts after Labor Day and it's okay. Here's college football, and, and that's great, but then it's really all about the NFL. But now, when we get to the end of the season, NFL teams are that are out of it, we're not talking about as much, and now we have the teams getting set for the playoff, and that's all we talk about because once that first poll comes out, then we see everything. Right. I agree. That's good. Fox Sports Radio, Jason Smith, Will Blackman, in for Dan the Danettes today. Um, when I break down, where things look at for this weekend in college football. Ohio State has been the best team in college football, bar none, bar none. And and that's one thing I think that we're uh, undervaluing is that of all the attention we spent on the SEC and talking about Alabama and LSU and look how good you, because obviously the SEC is the best conference in, in college football. I don't know that we're just blowing off the fact that Ohio State is the best team. And I can see Ohio State playing LSU in the national championship game and, you know, it's three picks for Joe Burrow and Ohio State wins 41-17 and it's, boy, we were really just sleeping Slow on them. Down. You know, because we, look, it's possible. Ohio State, you know, they get the respect, but it's like, yeah, Ohio State's great. And then, but what about the SEC? What about Georgia? What about LSU? What about this? And we could just be ignoring the fact that this could be just a walk for Ohio yeah, State. No, it, yeah, it totally reminds me of... Um, was it 2001 with the whole Nebraska and, and Miami situation where, you know, Nebraska was a powerhouse and Eric Crouch like tearing it up. And yeah, Miami was beating people down, but when the game came along, Miami destroyed them, absolutely obliterated them. And it was like, damn, okay, this was clear cut. This was Miami's year all along, you know? So I, I can definitely see a situation like that. Cause right now people are saying, there's a chance this Ohio State team could, you know, be one of the best teams that's ever been assembled in all college football. What What's the difference in, you know, in, in if you're going from we're playing through these 12 games in the regular season, then we take a lot of time off, and then teams come back, and what we try to look at what's the advantage. Was this better for Team X having the time off to be able to game plan? Was it better for Team Y? Would the results be different if we just played the following week after the conference championship games? Like, you know, when you talk about going from the end of practice, going to a bowl game, right. when you have all that time off, like, what happens to a team in that time? Well, this, I mean, what it does is, though, it gives your teams the opportunity to be at full strength. You see it for bowl games. You see it for the Super Bowl in the NFL. You know, you get time to get everybody to full strength because you want the best game possible. Um, so that's just what it does. It gives you a chance to make the matchup as fair as you can, if you will. 
Do you take – is there – would you say in, in the bowl games you've played in, would you say, well, you know what, if we had just played this game earlier, it would have been different. We would have had a better performance. Uh, you know, the time off hurt us or, you know, we lost our timing at all? That's possible, yeah. It definitely can mess with momentum. Uh, I, I have seen that because when things are rolling, especially – it goes back to the NFL, the whole reason why certain teams will rest their starters and certain teams won't. Because, like, okay, things are going well. I want to keep my guys playing well. You've seen Dallas do it. Um, I, th- I think it was last year where Dak played the last game, even though they were they were going to go in, um, just to keep that rhythm going. Because there are certain guys that need that, where other teams that just want to rest and and just be healthy. Because at the end of the day, if you're not if you don't have a healthy team, you're, you're going to suffer. So, I definitely see both aspects. Twitter at how about a fresco will at will blackman jason smith will blackman in for dan and the danettes here at fox sports radio uh the other outstanding college football topic outside of the games this weekend uh came to us uh from Tua tongue viola a day ago who did an interview in which he said that if i'm one of the top 10 or 15 picks it's hard to turn that down to go to the national football league when he's talking about whether he's going to come back after being injured this year the hip injury that's had him out for the for the remainder of the season and he said if i'm one of the top 10 or 15 picks that's going to be hard to overcome i don't want to talk too early but you know for me that's a huge telling moment because not only is he going to be one of the top 10 or 15 picks i I think in the end he's going to wind up going number one overall but let's hear from from two of first before we get into it this is probably going to be the biggest decision of my life. This is where I seek advice from what I believe, and it's where I seek advice from my parents. But truly, the at the end of the day, the decision comes down to, to me, you know, whether I feel like it's right for me to stay, whether it's right for me to go. It's, it's, it's just a really, really big decision, man, you know, and it's every, everybody just wants to know. So it, that's what makes it even even bigger, I'd say. So right now, his stock is lower than it was. Beginning of the year, it was look at all these quarterbacks that are that are going to come out. Look how good they are. Look how good we have Tua Tagovailoa. We have Justin Herbert. We have Jake Fromm, and 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 these guys are all going to go in the top three. Now we've watched the season go, and Justin Herbert's not been good. Jake Fromm has not been good, and the two best quarterbacks I like really Jake Fromm have too, been, man. If Fromm uh, is good. He's just not. He's just not had a good season. So you know, a guy said. A guy said Fromm is is Colt McCoy. Could be. Yeah. I mean, he went from last year at this time, he was, boy, this guy could go to the top five of the draft, and now he's someone that maybe is end of the first round, you know, or early second round in some mock drafts he's going. Look, the the, the only riser so far this year has been Jalen Hurts because of the the, the numbers Burrow. he put up in Oklahoma. Well, Burrow's been good, too. Burrow's been really good, too. Fantastic. Yeah, but the big riser who was kind of we didn't know about was, was Jalen Hurts. I mean, Keaton Slovis at USC would be great, but he's only a freshman, so we have time for that. But I don't know that when time comes, when it comes down to it, with time away from Tua Tungo Viola's injury, we get into March and April, and his hip is fine, that teams aren't going to just shake their heads and go, wait a minute, what, what are we doing? This is the number one pick in the draft. He was the number one pick in the draft going in, even though we got hurt when he's been in the game and he's been healthy. And that's the one thing is he has gotten dinged up a little bit. He has put up numbers and shown everything about being a great pocket quarterback in the NFL. And he's going to wind up going number one overall. Cause right. the other guys, there's still going to be questions on, you know, 
how good is Joe Burrow? Is Joe Burrow a next-level quarterback? Someone's going to take him early, but they're still going to be more sold on Tua than they are on Burrow. And I see, and Hurts is going to be the riser, the one who's going to be, well, maybe Jalen Hurts is a, a first-round pick, then it's going to be middle of the first round, and then suddenly it's going to be he's the next Kyler Murray, he's the next superstar, he's the next Lamar Jackson, and he's going to ride that wave all the way up into the top five. That's your that's your <laughs> I'm like Mel Kuyper Jr. You thought I about this for a while. Of course <laughs> I did. I'm like Mel Kuyper. I can do I can do all of those I things. I think this goes all the way down to the wire. You know, hopefully we get that LSU Ohio State game, but it's gonna go all the way down to the wire and I think they're gonna when the when the scouts and the GMs start doing their homework, they're gonna see a lot of things that they, they love about Joe Burrow, I believe, where it's like, Okay, I, I see I see, you know, Brady mindset, I see Peyton mindset, I see like that it where we feel like he can truly carry and, and inspire and motivate this team. You know, the the one thing that's alarming, you know, obviously Tua believe he can play, but just, you know, his injury history, that's, that's a big deal. You know, him, he dealt with four major injuries, you know, since he's been playing. So that's obviously going to be a concern, which is why, you know, I feel like, whatever he says sounds good, he's leaving. He's coming out. There's, there's no there's no reason to go back. Well, is that something where the medical staff in the NFL can say, okay, we, we know what to do with this. We, we, we look we look at his right. medicals, and we know we, we know what we can do that's going to prevent him from getting injured like this, or this is something that, you know, is going to be – it happened in college, but right. we, we know how to take care of it in the process. No, yeah, it, they're definitely going to go through it. I, I looked at it last year, you know, the, the huge concern was why did DK Metcalf fall? you know, based on how he played and his and his numbers. And it's like, well, he had a serious neck injury that um, that's definitely scaring teams. But I, I believe Seattle did all their homework and, you know, they have a really good medical staff and, and figured out, hey, you know, this is, yeah, he dealt with it, but it's something that we've seen before and that we can handle, it'll be okay. And, and they went ahead and made that move. And obviously he's paying dividends for them. So that's what they do. I, I remember at the when I went to the Combine, I had like a grade two uh, AC separation, shoulder separation in college. And I remember I was, I got examined by all 32 doctors. Wow, really? Yeah, I'm like, dude, you can't just copy the other dude's notes. Like, wow, <laughs> this is abuse right here, you know? And, and then I also had to go to the, to the uh, hospital and get countless MRIs and x-rays just for this shoulder. And I'm like, my shoulder's good, you know? So I... That, they do do all their homework because you're investing lots of money. So um, you're absolutely correct. Coming up next, we'll finish Football Friday, going through some of the big games in the NFL this weekend. Fox. Attention all you hoopers out there. If you're like me and you like to play basketball or keep active, i got to tell you about Theragun. Theragun is a handheld, battery-operated, professional-grade percussive therapy device that helps alleviate pain, improve mobility, and enhance performance. The Theragun is easy-to-use handheld device that helps relieve tension and increase blood flow. Theragun Percussive Therapy is unlike any massage device you've ever tried. Designed by a chiropractor, it's therapeutic for all body types. It can treat every part of the body. I use it to help with my hip. And it's triangle design that allows you to grip it multiple ways so you don't have to strain to target each area. Now, I'll tell you some of the benefits. It's relief from muscle tension, soreness, stiffness, and knots. It increases blood flow. Improves range of motion, flexibility, accelerates recovery, activates muscles, improves muscle coordination. It's great to enhance performance and avoid injury. It's body energizing. Right now, you can use the promo code DPSHOW10. That's D-P-S-H-O-W-10. And you get two free attachments with purchase. It's great. Theragun, if you like to stay active, you'll love it. Again, promo code DPSHOW10 with two free attachments. 
Hey, listeners, just wanted to take a minute to thank all our great sponsors and all of you great listeners for supporting this podcast. We certainly couldn't do it without either of you. And I wanted to remind you that you can support our sponsors by going to our show page at podcastone.com, clicking on the Support This Podcast button, and there you will see all our wonderful sponsors that help make this show possible. Thank you for downloading, subscribing, and, of course, supporting. And now, back to the show. Five-hour energy helps you get through your crazy on-the-go life. And now it comes in two great tropical flavors, strawberry banana and tropical burst. They're delicious and can transport you to a tropical paradise. Try them both, then vote for your favorite at 5hewin.com. You could be on the go to someplace you actually want to go. Offer ends 731.20. Terms apply. See www.5hewin.com for details. Fox Sports Radio, Jason Smith, Will Blackman. In for Dan and the Danettes today. All the tea in the world sometimes just doesn't do any good. Uh, so before we get to a couple of big games this weekend, you know, we, we've talked all over the course of the show today. Uh, you gave me your business card, the NFL wine guy. You know, you've talked many times about your passion for wine. You've been working in it. And then you didn't tell me. And then suddenly this hits about 20 minutes ago. There is a huge article on you in USA Today today and about your passion for wine and, and what you've been doing, uh, you know, since your playing career. And how you were going through this and it goes all the way back to your time at Boston College. And it's like a 3,000 word column for you on USAToday.com. Yes. By the way, I was of age in college when I started enjoying the fermented grape juice. Yeah, I had a course light poster on my on my uh, on my wall in college. You had you had wine racks. Yeah, no, it, it, it's it's pretty cool, man. Because um, you know, it's 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 more than a, a hobby. You know, I I really enjoy it. Um, and yeah, the whole thing with with the NFL wine guy is something that I, it's a brand that I, I created, and me and my buddy Patrick Meyer, he's the creative director, and we're creating pretty much a fun lifestyle, how to videos, on uh, what have you. They're gonna have a subscription service where we send wine to you every, you know, every month or whatever it is. And yeah, I went and got a. You see an article. I went and got a WSET level two certification in terms of how to study and evaluate wine. So I, I enjoy. It. I, I never thought I would find something um, as passionate as I am with football because football is that's the only thing I ever wanted to do in life was play pro ball and to find something else which which is crazy, which is wine. Um, I. Love every part of it. I'm I'm a huge historian with football. Like I used to sit in the living room by myself and watch NFL films, Steve Sable, John Facenda, VHS tapes, and watch all that crazy stuff. And but wine is a lot of history, and and I enjoy that too. All right, now let me ask you this: uh, We have to explain to millennials what VHS is. <laughs> it's yeah, a it's yeah, a tape. Yeah, <laughs> so you say in the article, and this is a great article on you and everything you've done, that you still get phone calls from from players in the NFL helping them break down their game assignments for Sunday. You also get phone calls from people for wine recommendations. Yeah. What do players call you with more? Help me with my assignments for Sunday or what wine should well, I, I pair? Well, I have been I, – I was talking uh, a month ago to, to Pac-Man, Adam Pac-Man Jones. He wants, he wants a case of some Opus, but he's a businessman, so he's like, well, how much? Because I'll I'll look for another price. So he, uh-huh. me and Pac-Man go way back. We, we play against each other in college, and we, we've been friends since college. Um, and so it, he's fun, you know, and, uh, you know, other guys I talked to. So the cons- the personal private concierge size is kind of like a, a different entity because I look at, okay, there's a guy, Christian Navarro, here in L.A. He's the wine concierge to the stars, and I'm 
I guess, the wine country is to pro athletes. Wow. All yeah. right. Nice. Has LeBron called you about any wine recommendations when he's on the sideline? No, LeBron has plenty of recommendations. He, oh, okay. he, yeah, he knows all the legit people. So okay. I know a lot of people have a lot of help in this whole thing. Um, I, and I have some guys at Wine Exchange that help me out there. Um, it's cool. Tristan and, and Kyle and Patrick, they do a great job helping me learn and understand wine. Check it out, usatoday.com, big column on uh, Will Black By Mike Jones. Yeah, that's an awesome thing. Congratulations, dude. That's no, great. thank you. It's cool. All right, let's take a look at some of the big games in the NFL this weekend. There's two games that are above everyone else, and first one is Kansas City and New England. I think Kansas City wins this game. I think their offense is playing well enough. I'm not sold on the Patriots' offense being able to play well. How do you see this? What? I'm sold on the Chiefs winning a big no, game. No, I told you that. No, in, in, that's why I'm in, like, in no, not a big game, not a big game, not a big game, not no. a bit in terms of like they get pages getting blown out. No way, something's gonna happen. It's gonna be windy. Something weird's gonna happen. Oh, all right. Just like when Dallas came down, and it was like, okay, Dallas is probably gonna get this done. It started raining. All right, San Francisco and New Orleans. Who do you have in this one? Oh, man, I, I, I think San Fran bounces back. You don't sound you don't sound confident about that because New Orleans is a good team, but I think San Fran bounces back. Jimmy Garoppolo leads them to a win. Jimmy Garoppolo leads them to a win. Ooh. If it was in San Francisco, I would say okay, but I, I it's hard for me to see that happen in New Orleans. Yeah, I mean they got to run the ball well, and and right now I don't think any running back is healthy. Again, check out USA Today for that column on Will Blackman. Thanks a bunch, buddy. I'm Jason Smith. Uh, Dan and the Danettes are back on Monday. This is Fox Sports Radio. What's up, Brian Deegan here. I'm excited to bring you our podcast, The Deegans, that will be every Wednesday on Podcast One and Apple Podcasts. We'll be covering many subjects such as racing, family, how we stay together, how we thrive as a family. So I think it's exciting. We're going to cover all those subjects and many more. Be sure you guys check out our new podcast, The Deegans, airing every Wednesday on Podcast One and on Apple Podcasts. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. Five-hour energy helps you get through your crazy on-the-go life. And now it comes in two great tropical flavors, strawberry banana and tropical burst. They're delicious and can transport you to a tropical paradise. Try them both, then vote for your favorite at 5hewin.com. You could be on the go to someplace you actually want to go. Offer ends 73120. Terms apply. See www.5hewin.com for details.